Welcome back, Heads or Tails, episode 10. You know, we're hitting double digits for the first time. It's pretty amazing that we'll, this comeback, that we've actually, this is our seventh episode back, and we're getting on a pretty consistent schedule. We recorded last Thursday. We're recording this Sunday. This will be posted tonight. Heads or Tails, I am Cam, joined here by Quinn, post-NFL draft results, a little bit of NBA. How are you doing, Quinn? Doing great. I'm excited. Well, NBA, this is the uh, the first day of round two. Celtics played the Bucks, and the Warriors played the Grizz. And the Warriors played the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies did advance. They advanced the day after we recorded our other episode. Yeah, the T-Wool meta is no longer a thing. I, I, I declined it, it the comment. It was looking good. If you think about it, if the T-Wolves did not blow multiple digit lead, double digit leads. Not just multiple, would, three, three. Three. In, they could oh have easily, Lord. and the Grizzlies came back and won all of them, dude. It would have been. Don't even get me started. That game and then they're out good. here, and they're all out here waving and crying to the fans for the season they had. And I, I'm just looking, it's like, damn, LeBron, Kobe, KG, all the, all the greats would never, they would never do that. I mean, but you also got to realize, I, I think the reason why that happened is because they got the expectation. You know, there's such low expectations in. Yeah, in but Minnesota. it wasn't like a hard fought series either. It wasn't. Ext- it was an extremely hard fought series. No, dude, I don't think they deserved it. What do you mean? It was it was tight the entire way. It just, you know, it just a couple games didn't fall their way at the end and they blew a couple leads. But I mean, um, I think that I think that yeah, obviously you look at Shaq, Kobe, and Jordan. Yeah, like yeah, they don't have that reaction because think about the organization they're playing for. When you're playing for the Lakers, it's all about, you know. It's all about championships. It's always been about that. It's a history. Right. There's no history of winning in Minnesota. So any sort of winning in the in the postseason, that's going to end up being this is true. a big deal. It's true. And then we got tomorrow, Phoenix, Dallas, and Heat and Sixers. Big news coming out of Philly was Joel Embiid is out indefinitely for who knows how long. Yeah, and that's why. Sixers, that's a huge blow to them. That makes the series easier for Miami. That's why this uh, the Celtics losing today was concerning because I really, I mean, if they move on, they got a really good chance. They do between the two teams. They match. Yeah, I mean, I still think that today you got to realize. I mean, they shot fifty threes. It's it was like it was just an ugly game. They just didn't look like. Dude, you know, it was ugly in the fourth quarter when Payne Pritchard was chucking up three three straight threes in a row. You know. Milwaukee ended up dominating the game in the end, but it was really close until like the it was like they two minutes into the fourth quarter. It was they contained Giannis, they contained Giannis, but Drew Holiday balled out today. Th- there was a couple of times where it was a five point game in the third quarter, and then the Celtics would miss a shot or a foul wouldn't go their way, and then it would like just expand back to ten. Where it's like, and Jalen Brown obviously played one of the worst games of basketball I've ever seen him play, and I think he'll bounce back. Because those those shots that he was missing at the beginning of the game, they weren't difficult shots. Not like Milwaukee right. was playing that great a defense. The Celtics were just missing open shots. Yeah, 
They were. And, you know, the officiating wasn't the greatest. It was so just like, it was just, it was so inconsistent. Like the beginning of the game, the first half, uh, like the first quarter, first half of the first quarter was all like Celtics were getting every call. And, and then all of a sudden it's like the referees just changed their entire like mindset and just, and like flipped it to all, all bucks getting all the calls. And like, I just, I don't like that when, you know, referees, they make calls one way or another, and then they flip because they realize they need to be like, oh, they need to meet a quota of being consistent. And I think that, you know, as long as Scott Foster isn't refereeing the games, I think that the Celtics will be fine in terms of the refereeing. If they shoot like they did today, they're not going to win. They're not going to win a lot. But This is a big win for Milwaukee, though. You know, taking game one is huge. I don't, you know, what is very interesting is two years ago, very similar series. You know, I thought that the teams are relatively even. I think the teams are pretty even this year too. You know, they're, the teams are better than they were back in 2019, but they're still, they're, they're relatively even. And the Celtics blew out the bucks in game one. It was a route. I think they won by 30 and it was like, wow, this series is, you know, Celtics are going to sweep them. They're going to win in five. And then Milwaukee won four in a row. So I think that that we I think that game two is a huge game. I think game two is bigger than game one because game two sets the tone for how the rest of the series goes. Milwaukee comes out and performs a similar level of you know dominance and just plays really good defense. Then the Celtics are in some really serious trouble. But the Celtics come back if the Celtics come right back and, and do their and execute their game plan, then I think that it's gonna be a long series. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But taking game one for the Bucks though, puts them in a nice position when they get back home, though. If they drop yeah. game two, they're okay. I mean, I don't think that I, – I, I think the home court – in the last, like, five years, I think home court has become a little bit more overrated than it used to be. Because back in the day, I remember it being like, whoa, this is home court. And I still remember back in 2000 and – I believe it was 2016. The Celtics were playing the Bulls in round one of the playoffs, and they dropped two at home to the Bulls. Two at home. Everybody's like, this is like, and the Celtics were the one seed back then with Isaiah Thomas. And they dropped two to the eight seed Bulls. And everybody's like, wow, this team's a bust. They're going to lose. And they went on the road one, two, and then they won game five and game six. And they ended up winning the series in six. So I think that. It's like, um, I think it was Jalen Rose said, it was either Jalen Rose or Richard Jefferson said, the playoffs, people say that the playoffs start, like a a series starts when the home team loses. He said that a series doesn't start until a team is facing elimination. And I thought that that was a really good point because, you know, there's a ton of, of, you know, big leads that have been blown in the last like five years, 3-1 leads, 2-0 leads that have been blown. So, you know, I think there's still a lot of basketball left to play. All right. Now let's go to the Warriors Grizzlies game. That was a great game. That was uh, a great game. Grizzlies should have won that game. The the Warriors did not play great. You know, Jordan Poole went off, but Clay sold at the end pretty much, missing two key free throws to put him up three. Um Draymond gets ejected for who knows why. I think that was a terrible call that he got ejected for that. Um I'm I'm not a hundred uh 
I'm divided on it because it was a clear flagrant foul. It was a flagrant one for sure. Like he smacked him in the face. Like it well, was clear. Like he, it was clearly a flagrant, but I don't think but, it warranted ejection. But you got to think about it. Is you know, a flagrant one and a flagrant two is excessive and not necessary contact. The first contact, you know, sometimes you get flagrant calls that are like bad flagrants where the guy misses the ball. Draymond Green was way below the play. He was not in a position to make a block. He wasn't. He was. He was. Brandon Clark was already way up in the air. There's no way Draymond Green would have been able to catch up with him. He smacked him on the head, and then he followed through, and he grabbed his jersey, and he pulled him down. And I just think that's – it's just too excessive. I think he was scared he was going to – I think he wanted, he was going to try to hold him up when he was grabbing the jersey. But you got to realize is that the only reason why he went down is because he pulled him down. It's because he smacked him I and then followed through, and detection. then he didn't need to grab was... the jersey after he smacked him. Flagrant, it, I don't think it warranted the flagrant two it got. And, you know, Jaw played like a star. Jackson had a breakout game, dropping 33. Uh, Brooks should have fouled out in the game. He should have been fouled out. Oh, I he mean. Got, he got away a couple calls. Oh, when he give me a fouls. break, dude. If we want to talk about, we don't, we can't talk about fouling out. I swear, Giannis commits like, 15 fouls a game on loose balls by shoving people out of the way and he never gets called and he actually got a couple called on him today and i was surprised genuinely but no it's it's an uh, nba officiating uh, they officiate to keep players in the game they don't officiate to take them out yeah but there were some fouls from brooks that were blatant obvious that they were fouls that he shouldn't foul out, but the Warriors just squeeze by, take game one. It was big for them for how good the Grizzlies played and losing Draymond, Clay not playing up to Clay standards. Uh, Jordan Poole didn't look good from the start, but then just turned on the Jets in the second half, went on blazing fire. So it's, I think that series is gonna go, what I saw today. I think that series goes seven games, and I think the Warriors will take it just because of the vet, veteran leadership they have. And they've been in positions like that, elimination games, time and time again, knowing what it takes to win. And I think the Grizzlies are going to – they're not at that step yet, how young they are. Yeah, game two for both of those games on Tuesday. We already described what's happening tomorrow. Now we're going to switch over to the NFL draft. It's very funny how we did the top ten picks live and then literally the moment <laughs> we cut away – there was, All like the crazy six straight, there was like six straight trades and four straight wide receivers taken. It was madness. Yeah, it uh, was. Here, so all the trades that happened was. Shut up, video. Okay, so the, all the trades that happened, that went crazy. The Saints trade up to take Olave. Lions trade up from 32 to take Williams. The Eagles trade up to take Jordan Davis. The Ravens, in my opinion, got the best player in the draft that fell to them somehow in Kyle Hamilton. Kenyon Green gets picked. But the craziest trade that happened, the Tennessee Titans trading A.J. Brown to the Philadelphia Eagles for their first-round pick, and I believe it was like a third or something, too. There was an extra pick. I don't remember. To take Traylon Burks. And I... It was a complete shocker, and we just couldn't believe. By of course, when we stopped, 
watching it live on the podcast that all these trades would happen. But that was the craziest trade that happened on draft day, and we thought it would be Debo Samuel if anyone was going to get traded. But it turns out it was A.J. Brown. I mean, what do you think about that trade? Um, I think it was a good trade for both teams. I think the Titans didn't want to pay the receiver and thought that they could get enough production out of Traylon Burks, who they ended up selecting in order to make that trade. And I think the Eagles made a good trade because you get Jalen Hurts a proven weapon. You have the money because you have a quarterback on a rookie deal. So you pay, you pay your receiver, you pay the core around him. And if Jalen Hurts can't prove that he can win with that group, then he can't win with any group and you can move on. Yes, I agree with that. This is Jalen Hurts make it or break it year. He's on his it's third year, right? Yes, this is third so year. Third this year. Is second yeah, year, this is, second this, year starting. Second year starting. So make it or break it year for him. If he can't perform with the weapons he has with this guy from Alabama, with Devontae Smith, now AJ Brown, Miles Sander, and a solid tight end that Dallas Goddard. If he can't perform and Take the Eagles, I mean, at least the playoffs, but they have to be double digits. They can't win, go nine and eight this year. They have to be like 10 or 11 wins for him to keep his job, probably. Yeah, I think they, and I think they need to win a playoff game from, well, I think they need to uh, win a playoff game. I'll say that. I'll say they need I to would win say a if, win a playoff game, but it also depends who they're playing. Like if you're playing the Bucks against Tom Brady, we're not going to expect you to beat Tom Brady, right? I thought that, but if, and I but also if thought play, that they did a good job in the, the draft. I they I thought they did, did good too with taking Jordan Davis. You know, Fletcher Cox is still with them, so he can pay, be able to groom him or something into what he was. They had a great and, draft, and they picked up Cameron Jurgens and Adobe, uh, Nicobe Dean as Nicobe well. Nicobe Dean steal of the draft for them, dude. They get him a third. I was mad that they took him because I was hoping he'd fall to the Raiders, but he didn't. But yeah, they had a nice draft, and. But if they, I think if they play like the Cowboys, they if they play the Cowboys in the playoffs, if Jalen Hurts doesn't win that game, then he's probably gone. Oh yeah. But the three gone. teams, like if they run into the Packers or the Rams, I'm not going to expect him to win. But if he wins, then that just inks it right there and then. Like they also signed or um, keep it competitive Carson at Strong. least. Yes, who has potential, but dude, Carson Strong, I was not expecting to go undrafted at all. I thought maybe I think, the team would take him a flyer, but it just goes to show that his knee is probably way more concerning than we thought. I think with Carson Strong is the reason why he went undrafted is because obviously he's not like physically gifted. And I don't think I'm not too sure he tested that well on Wonderlick to be like, like for that's like uh Bailey Zappy. That's why he right, went right, to the right. Patriots in the fourth because like, they drafted to, him because to me, he's going to be like a – he's like a second offensive coordinator. Right. They drafted the, him as a coach. Right. The only time I look at the Wonderlick is for quarterbacks. That's the only time you should look at it. I That's Honestly, it. I only look at it for backup quarterbacks is really the big or one. Or that too. Either either or. But but that's the story of the draft though was quarterbacks. Besides Kenny Pickett going the first round to the Steelers – I don't think that was the story of the quarterbacks. I don't think this draft no, 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 is a quarterback no. story draft. But I'm saying the story of quarterbacks, like you went in, we were going in, everyone's protecting Millis, Pickett, and possibly Desmond Ritter, first round, at least second round, like early, mid second round. They all fell to the third round. Except Willis for Pickett. went to the Titans, except for Pickett. Pickett was the only one to go first round. 
Willis drops to the Titans. Uh, Matt Corral drops. Uh, Panthers traded up for Matt Corral in the third. Sam Howe was actually drafted after who was the guy you said? Uh, Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi was drafted <laughs> before Sam Howe, who was drafted in the fifth. I mean, that just goes to show that all the rumors coming out with the quarterback saying, oh, these guys could be first-round talents, you know, teams are going to take them. It goes to show what the teams thought about these quarterbacks, that we're not going to spend first-round money on these guys and be tied to them and hoping to perform. If we take a risk on them in the third, fourth, fifth round, we can cut them, and no one's going to bat an eye if we cut them, if he doesn't work out in the two or three years, and we're not paying him anything. The only reason why Pickett was a first-round pick was because they thought he was the most pro-ready quarterback. And in going to the Steelers' system, Tomlin doesn't expect them that much coming out for his quarterbacks this year anyways because he trusts his defense more. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think that – I think this is going to be a very interesting draft because I think that it has the potential to produce a lot of stars in the NFL, but it also has the potential to be a big bust draft. It, it does. I Looking at this draft, dude, I couldn't tell you who would be a Hall of Fame type player right now. Um, I, You could couple. see Kyle Hamilton. Like Kyle, Kyle Hamilton. Hamilton. I think Hamilton, if I had to pick three, Kyle Hamilton, I think Kayvon has the potential if he does what I think he can do. And then, man, I can't even think of a third. Looking at it, I don't know about a third guy. Um, You could see James Williams be really good for a long time. Maybe Williams, but... I'm looking through right now. I mean, I mean, you never really, you never really know when you it comes know, to but that kind of stuff. There's not like but... it's not like these past drafts where like you think Chase Young could be that Hall of Fame type player, or you know Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald and all that. Those players coming out thinking I mean, those guys are Hall of Fame talent. You never know with a guy like Kenny Pickett. You never know with the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks... No, you never know with quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, but like these quarterbacks weren't like Kyler Murray coming out or Joe Burrow like. That guy, like he can, he could be Hall of Fame. I agree, but I think that, but also people didn't think Russell Wilson was going to be a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback coming out of college. <laughs> no, but he was also a third round pick. Exactly. And that's why. No, no, you, you don't know about anything in the draft, but it's just. Well, I think that we've been spoiled with the ridiculous amount of quarterback talent that's come yes, out of the draft in the, the last five years. It, and the quarterback talent now, too, the problem is once your team has a franchise guy, they're never going to move off of him, probably, until no. it's time. And quarterbacks are playing until they're almost 40s now, no, up to their 40s, like before they hit 40. They're playing in their late 30s, early 40s now, where it makes quarterbacks like do you take the risk anymore? You know, if like Aaron Rodgers case with the Packers, he's still performing at a high level. So it's like, why do we take a quarterback and waste the pick, even though they did it with Jordan Love? I mean, I still think that there's always the opportunity. There's teams that are always going to need quarterbacks. There always is the bottom half, but like the, like the mainstays are going to be the mainstays for years and years to come. Yeah. And there's more mainstays than we projected to see. I mean, you look at Russell Wilson, he's 33. He's probably still has another seven years left. I mean, Drew yeah. Brees played till he was 40. 
just trying to I mean, look Stafford, and see. Stafford's 32, 33, so he still has six or seven years. I think that the, I think the team that had the best draft, I'd say the best first round would probably be the Jets, just because they had three picks and they made three good picks. I had the Jets and Ravens. I think had the best draft because the Jets, um, dude, their first four picks I like from the Jets alone. You got Sauce Garner, Garrett Wilson, Jermaine Johnson. You trade up to get Jermaine Johnson, who slid a bunch in the first round and then Brees Hall who's going to be a great running back I believe for them and then the Ravens got the best center in the draft and Kyle Hamilton who I believe is the best player in the draft I mean I also think that the Chiefs had a really good draft they they filled a lot of holes they filled you holes know, but they're not you Sky look at Moore's ESPN you look at ESPN and they had five needs coming into the draft and they fulfilled every single need in this draft. Yes. But the but you're looking at the Ravens, dude. Ojabo, they can let him sit for a year, you know, healing up. Travis Jones, he's gonna be a good defensive tackle, I believe. You know, he's a big body, he's gonna fill the gap, he's a good rage run stopper. And then the I'm not gonna say his last name, Daniel Falele, whatever. It's Falele, yeah. From uh, the offensive tackle. So I think they had a great draft. See, and who had the worst draft? It's probably, I mean, obviously it's probably the Patriots if you're like, oh, let's just be really obvious. Dude, the Patriots. But, you know, I, for all we know, 10 years down the line, Cole Strange could end up being like first ballot Hall of Fame offensive guard. Cole Strange was weird. But Tyquan Thornton in the second? I, you know what? You never know. You never know what you those never types know, of guys. But, dude, they had this guy projected to be like a six or seventh round pick or undrafted. I don't think it was six or seven. I, I, his overall rank was his, his overall rank was 117. So he would have been like a third or fourth. That's how they had him, third or fourth. A lot of scouts had him as an undrafted player. I don't think he was undrafted, but. He's the 18th ranked wide receiver. There's 13 wide receivers taken in the first two rounds. So that should say he was a projected fourth round pick. I also think that, you know, I think the Saints had a very sneaky good draft, with the, even though they didn't have a lot of picks. Yeah, they did. Good first uh, round. Giants had a nice little draft too. I. I didn't like the Wandell Robinson pick. I that didn't. was a weird pick. I didn't like that pick either. That was the only pick I didn't like. But, you know, they went O-line. They got the guy from North Carolina, Azidu. You know, Kayvon was a good player. Neil. I think they had a good draft. They got Beavers in the sixth round. Darian Beavers, who could be, I yeah. think, a rotational linebacker. I'm just trying to. I'm just looking through and seeing what other teams we could really talk about. I, I. I mean, I think a lot of teams. I think a lot of teams did a good job fulfilling the needs that they had. But I don't think fulfilling their needs are going best player available. This draft was. They did say this draft was the meat of the draft was going to be the later rounds from like third and on is where you're going to find a lot of good players still. 
I mean, but I mean, Buffalo also had a good draft. They got a good. They got uh, Dalvin Cook's brother. They got uh, Terrell they Bernard. Need a running back. And they got Elam to uh, be the sidekick to Davis. They got their number two corner that they've been missing and they've been looking for for a while. They got the punt god. Punt god. I mean, I think that's pretty much – that's all I got for the NFL draft. What about you? Uh, yeah, that's all I got right now. I mean, early rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year right now, I'd say – I'd say Kayvon for defensive rookie year early and then offensive rookie. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with James Cook. I think he's going to have a great year with the Bills. I, my defensive rookie of the year, I think I got Aiden Hutchinson. I think he's going to produce pretty well in Detroit because they're going to be playing Minnesota and, yeah. uh, like Minnesota and Detroit two times or Minnesota and Chicago two times zero produce good stats. I think he's my early defense rookie. And I think my, my offensive rookie of the year, I think it's Chris Olave for sure. That's a good one because he is probably the most pro ready. He's, he's the most pro ready wide receiver. That can and, come he's gonna have, and he's going to have a lot of one-on-ones because Michael Thomas will be back. And he, he has the best quarterback out of all of the young, out, rookie of, the wide, out of the yeah. good, out of the good rookie wide receivers. But I'd agree. Yeah. Okay. You ready for our last segment? This is a bit of a pivot from what we normally do. We, we normally, we normally do tier lists that, I mean, we did do a video game tier list. Sports it, was video sports, it was still sports related though. See a game that we have near and dear to our heart as degenerates. That's the way that I like that. To we love it. and hate because you'll see the reasons why. Most times it's more hate than love. Yes. But Rainbow Six Siege, it's been out for years. We're going to do a tier list of the operators. You know, this could get really bad and really terrible real quick. We don't have a ton of listeners at the moment, but you never know. You never know. You just never know. Okay. So it's also fun for us because, you know, we don't, sometimes we don't do, want to do sports at all times, you know? Switch it up. Yeah. 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 For sure. So we got, and this is going to be really split, I feel like, because a lot of it's just based off of, you know. Preference, what we use, and the people we think it's hella toxic when we play against when they use them. And, yeah, so tier list, we got top is top five, so we're going to have our top top five five at the top. Best, which is like just below that top five. Good. The middle, not really, and never. Just never. And you see how some of it's in, in, uh, in uh, Spanish. Spanish? Yeah. Yeah. Or it's also, right. it's, it's, I think that's French. That's, Fra- that's French, right. actually. So we're but, starting uh, it up. So your first one's Gridlock? Yep. So Gridlock? Gridlock? She is... I think she's the middle I, of the pack. Middle I'll of the pack? i just say middle of the pack. Her abilities all right. You know, slow down time. You know, slow to the defenders down. But... Also, her gun's okay, but her I, her ability and her guns don't put her over the top like some operators, you know? Well, that next operator is one that I have Nomad. near and dear to my heart. I love Nomad. I love Nomad. I that's, love her That's going to be – I'm going to throw it in – Right now, a best. top of best. Right now, I'm going to put it in top best. of the best, but she has a potential to go in top five after we do this list. But Nomad, 
the air jab, when you got the roamers, it comes in clutch because you know there's someone coming behind you and you protect your backside. Her guns, I like both of her guns. And especially when there's a clash, comes in clutch. When there's a clash, Nomad is a must. Next, Cade. I don't personally have Cade. I don't use him a lot. I think he's a good operator. He's good. He's utility good. <laughs> he has good guns. I don't find it. He's good not guns. like super toxic. You can counter him relatively easily if you know what you're doing. Right. Counter him with a Twitch or a Thatcher. But his ability is good because like the, the electric claws he can throw, you can kind of hide him in spots where the people can't blow him up or like explosives and all that. Or the Twitch runs can't find it. And his guns are good. But I think the, the thing that brings him down is his, you know, he's chunky. He's a chunky guy. You know, he's chunky slow. boy. Clash. I hate I hate playing against Clash, but you know, so I, this would have been such a good episode to get Brett on I, here. Brett was planning to come on. Brett, Brett make would it. put this like probably top five. But oh, it would be say, top, it, it's his number one operator. I'm gonna so, put it. I'm gonna put it in the not really. I was because I don't like really. playing against it. I don't like playing against Clash, and. There's two different types of Clash players. There's ones that are really good. The ones like Brett, who's a really good Clash player, who just stays on his shield, tells you where everyone is, calling everyone out, and you're just roaming with them, taking people out. Then there's the Clashes that just don't know how to use Clash at all and get super aggressive and just die. And I hate playing... I mean, I hate playing against and, Clash. And once she's the last one alive, you're not winning when it's a 3v1. Uh, um, well, well, unless, unless you're... Uh... Unless you're me. I have a clip. I have a clip of me. It's 1v1, me versus Clash, overtime. And I have, I'm fused and I'm like, shit, what am I going to do here? And I ran upstairs and I fused. Fuse has these grenades that shoot down and Clash happened to be standing right where I shot him down. Okay, Maverick. Maverick is best. His guns are good. And I'm going to put him in good because... Mavericks helped me, but I don't really use Maverick. I don't have Maverick. I use Maverick. Maverick's best, and his torch comes in clutch because you can put it in an angle where people can't see it, and like, and they can't shoot you. And plus, when you break barriers down and all that, it makes it silent, so no one can hear you. Okay, so he Maestro. I'm gonna put it in Maestro. middle. I'm gonna go middle. I think it's the middle of the pack operator. Middle, I agree. Middle, great gun. His LMG is amazing. His uh, Maestro camps comes in clutch. You know, trying. to whittle down people's health but that's all he really does you know it doesn't put a big advantage on the things um, <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm gonna go not really i think that it's gotten easier to detect her her clashes and it's not her, well her like, her it, uh mirages yeah and then when it pings you it's not as OP anymore when you get pinged. It just puts a little dot. Before, you used to see the outline of everyone, remember? Yeah. You saw it was just you. Ayana. I think Ayana's a good operator. I I, I good use too. her. I think she's good. I don't think that it's like... Like, I don't think... I think her ability is, like, perfectly balanced, where it's good for droning out. Greatly balanced. Not, like, OP. And it's perfect because, like, you know, when you run out of drones, you could throw your Ayana device and still mark people out for your teammates and not get shot or killed while peeking, you know? Yeah. Well, my, I'm going to go. Never. I've never played. I've never played my, well, my, I really wouldn't play. Well, my, his ability, I've, it can be good. 
but I just never have used it. I'm going to go not really. I'm actually going to change not, it to not No, really. I was going to say not really. I used him. His ability could be okay, you know, catching grenades and all that. But that's it. Cali. I, use I hate Cali. playing I like against Cali. Cali, but I'm going to put her in best. Cali. Best, I agree. Her, you know, even though you're stuck with the sniper, it's a one-shot down. So it's perfect if you get the Oh, hit. that is true. Sniper only. I think that's going to drop it to good for me. The high end of good, though. High I have it. I'm going to be. It's going to be on the low end of best for me. I mean, best for me. And the reason why, because not because the sniper is a one hit down, but you got the SMGs and the machine gun pistol. But her ability is you could just shoot the thing and just destroy all the electronics right where it is. Comes in clutch. For like the heart breachers and all that. Okay, Amaru. I'm gonna go Amaru right in the middle. middle. I think it's a middle pack. It's like Amaru is really good if when you're just not happen to not paying attention. If you're not paying yeah. attention, Amaru's great. But if you're paying attention and you like listen, if you're actually listening and like trying to play, it's super easy to counter. Right. The only reason why you die from Amaru is because you weren't expecting her. Yeah. But when you're expecting her, they She's kind of useless from there. Goyo. Goyo. I like Goyo. Like, I think his rework is better. He, he than reworked it used made to him be. way better. If it was his old rework, I'd say not really. To I'm gonna put him in the low end of good because I like using him. I'm putting him top of the mid. But if it not. was the old one, he'd be not really or, or never because it was pretty bad with his ability. Not. So reverse Kavera. I I She's have mid. I think it's just mid. I I I've really never died from knock. I'm gonna knock go Amaru's top end of mid. Yeah. It's good when you're trying to like pinch someone with your teammate because they won't hear you when you have your ability on. But her guns are kind of lackluster with the F, the SMG that she has. It, it's it's okay. Warden never, never, it, never. We don't, need, we don't he, need to. We don't need to talk about. We don't need to talk about. We don't even need to talk about it. Man's useless. Mozzie, Mozzie, best, best. He See, could be Mazi, top five. He's up there for top five. I, I'm actually. Five. I'm gonna throw him in top five just for now. His guns really good. And I, I'm gonna put him all in best right now. And then looking when we go back, then we go. To that's the top actually a good. Five. Idea. That's a good idea. Because if idea. they're in best, that means they're capable of being top five. Pretty much. Uh, orcs never. I think it's never. Orcs, like I think never. orcs is just so useless when they made his ability worse. It's yeah, it's not good. Echo. I actually really started to use Echo recently, he's, and it's in my is, best. It's in the best. He's, it's in he's the best. best, and he's probably top five because he's probably gonna go to the top five for me easily. His ability, his drones, dude, are toxic as hell. But it comes in so clutch when there's person planting and all that and discombobulating them. Comes in so clutch. Kavera. I know Kavera's your good. top five. No. Oh, no? It's low good? No. It's be- she's good because she doesn't add more to the team to help the team. She's more just for you to get kills and try to drop them. You know, but like Mod's That is ability, true. There's not a lot of drone. utility. Yeah. Her pistol's amazing. It's the best pistol in the game. But she's top of good. I, I was going to put her in the middle of good. I think Blackbeard is the top of good. He embodies what a good operator is. And I'm going to throw Goyo in the top of middle just so I balance that a little bit. But I think I think that Blackbeard, his guns are good. His shield now, not he's that good. OP. He's a good 
starting operator, I feel. Yeah, like. good starting For operator. He's just a good game. operator. Valk. Valk. I used to use Valk a lot more, but she I think she's one of the best. Uh, I, have her lower, on the, I have her lower good. The I'm reason why is because her, her gun is a pea shooter, bro. It does no damage unless you're getting headshots. If you're if you're roaming, it's good. I think it's good. Yes, it's a good roaming, roaming gun. Good. And her cameras are good, but now they changed it. I think in the Wii work, you can't throw cameras outside anymore. What the ooh, 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 ooh. That's going to be, yeah. I it think... changes everything. You can't throw ooh, them outside that's anymore. That's true. I'm going to go Capitao. Not really. Not really. I I never really use him. He's good if you're trying to plant and push. You know, you guys decide, let's go plant the bomb and just get in there as fast as you can with his ability. But I never really use him. Vigil. Vigil. I like Vigil. I like Vigil because of his gun and the, he can hide from drones. He's a great I think he's going to be I think he's going to be middle one, middle of good. Middle of middle good. good. Middle good. good. Not like too crazy but, you yeah. know. Great roamer. Great guns. Great guns. Doke? I don't Doke. use Doke. <clears throat> I've never really seen a utility of using Doke. I know people who do. I'm going to go not really. Top end of not really. For you, I'm going to put her right in the middle of middle. Her ability is good is if you can hear it because, you know, get everyone running. But I don't really like her guns. No, her guns She has a bad. shotgun and then the MK-14, which is a semi-gun. I don't like the guns. Well, and we're going to – I mean – To me, guns are a big, big thing in Siege. Well, we're getting to somebody's guns who are <laughs> extremely good. Extremely good. good. Oh, Zoff is one of the best. Zoff is great. I agree. She's a her, great her, dragger. You, she's, she doesn't do too much. But it's like the but, if you're a if you're good at the game, it's a great operator. She's a great operator, great guns, and her uh when you're you're a great fragger, man. You know you have the thing, you have the concussion grenades from her gun, and then also you can the impact grenades from her gun, which play in a big factor and help out a lot. Ying, I don't use Ying. I don't use I don't, Ying either. I'm gonna go mid. I, I'm just gonna go mid. I'm I'm gonna so top of mid. You know, if anyone's listening, they'd be like, oh, best, whatever. It's like, I never use her. But I know her ability is really good. Because when you get hit by that, you cannot see. See, this is my first automatic top five, the next one. Really? Legion. Legion. I love Legion. Legion is good. I, never really I really like Legion. his guns. And I think his ability, one of the best for end of round. Because if you throw a lot of the Legions in the objective and... Let's say you're holding the angle on one side and let's say it's a 2v1. One guy's holding angle, other guy's holding an angle and there's one more angle you can't see. That little lesion, it tells you, it goes right as you, right, right. as it happens and it no, and you just know instantly. And I just think it's such a good, it's just such a I've good ability. A times. I have him in best, but I don't know if he'd be top five. Mira. I'm going to go Mira best for now. I'm going to go, I'm going to go best. I think low best. Top of good. Right there on the edge of best, it could change if we add more operators later on. But she's good on some certain maps in certain bomb locations with her thing, and she has a good gun. <coughs> Jackal, I mean, Jackal's Dude, good, but he gets banned too much. So that's the thing, he is a top five operator. I don't think he's guns, middle of good because he gets banned. His guns are amazing. His ability is amazing, dude. You tr you have three of those trackers. You can see people's footsteps nonstop if you have it turned on. And if you track, it pings them. But the, you're right. The problem is he gets banned all the time. 
because everyone knows how good he is. But I'm going to put on low best. Lower best, but he can't go up to top five because it gets banned too much. He's always one of the first automatic. I'll put him upper good. Abana, I think Abana's just a good operator. I don't think it's anything like too special. Good. Finca. Finca, I love Finca top five for me. Just just personally, I love Finca because her guns are really good. And her her ability, it, it, it turns the whole team into fraggers on offense. Right. And I have let's say there's good. an enemy down, low good. Low good. Okay. Lion. I do like how she can, if someone's down, though, you can revive them with it. But the problem is they get, like, two health. Lion? Lion. Uh, I mean, mid. He's mid. mid his, middle good. Uh, mid I think he's high mid. mid. Top of mid. Yeah. Uh, the reason why his ability it used to be really good back in because he used to do the outlines. But now it's just like you get the little ping, and no one really, you know, everyone stops most of the time. You're not pushing anymore with him, and his guns aren't the greatest. Dog. I think these two, the next two, top of good, just classic operators you can always use. Rook and Doc. See, I have Doc in mid. Doc in mid. Ah, uh, it does I take Doc to some time. And I have Rook in good. Okay. Because the thing with Doc, if you have a teammate who is selfish, he would not heal any of you guys. He will heal Yeah, himself. but if you're talking to your buddies, you can get it. Right. Done. But that also comes into play if they can get to you before you die. But Rook, dude, you got the shields. You get the best instantly from your teammates, and he still has the same guns as uh, Doc, and they're still really good. Jaeger, this is my first top five. I'm going to put him at the top of best for now. I like Jaeger. Is my first top five. Love his guns. His ability helps with fuses, stopping the first couple fuses come out. See, that's the reason why he's not in my top five is because it doesn't stop everyone. Bandito. Top of good. Top of good. MP7 is a very inconsistent gun. I feel like it's inconsistent. And his bandits are so easy to destroy, dude. If you have the but they're good. They're good. They're good. Like they're good when they put them down. I think it's mute? the same thing with mute. Mute is the same. Mute is good. I think mute same is good. Sledge, sledge mid. mid. If you use smoke. sledge right, he's really good. He's smoke, good, but... smoke is smoke. mid. Top of mid. <sighs> yeah, top of mid. Thatcher. He's good situationally. So, Thatcher, Thatcher's he just gets he's a banned jackal every situation. time. Jackal situation. I put he's him a, right next to Jackal he, and good. Yep. I have next to low best with uh, Jackal. He's top five, but he gets banned too much because everyone knows his ability is so great. Ash is Ash. Go, Ash is to me top of. Uh, she's right in the best, middle of best. I, I have her right next to be, uh, to Jaeger right now, and I'm still deciding. Right. She's right, middle of best. I like her guns. Her guns are nice. She's fast operator, and her ability still is really nice, too. Castle. I I love Castle. I think he's low good. If you use, he's going to be, he's going to be low best for me. Because if you know how to use Castle, if you know how to use Castle, he is super good. But if you don't, you can get screwed. Pulse. Pulse is an interesting one. I'm I'm having him mid. I never really use him. 
I'm gonna put him at the I'm gonna put him at the top end of mid. He's good situationally. That's how a lot of the mid operators are. But like he's not the greatest roamer to use. Like I rather use Vigil or Cav to roam with. You know they have better guns. They're I like their abilities more. And with Pulse's thing, dude, you have to keep it out to use it. And if someone's pulling up on you, you have to wait a couple seconds to get your gun out because he has to put it away. Montang, I think he's a good operator. I have him not really with Clash. It's another Clash situation. He's not it's also it's also who you use. Yeah. That's a lot of this. Frost. <sighs> the problem is no one really gets trapped by Frost traps anymore. I'm but I'm good. I have him low good. I'd say low good. <laughs> My good is gonna be like twenty operators. Buck, best. Ooh, best. Good, solid. Buck best. isn't best. He's he is great to put pressure on people with the the shotgun with the skeleton key. IQ. Mid. Good guns. Mid. Good, Good guns. guns. He could just puts her there. Fuse. Top up. Not even like <laughs> I use him. I use him every I time. I use him so much. He's best for me. Glass. Not Glass. really. Not really. Tachanka. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Dude, no. wait. No, no. We got to put it. No. We got to put it in top of top five. Lord only. Top of top five. Come on just, now. No, just put. Just uh, wait, wait, wait. Let's go. Yeah, let's see. I'm just gonna just I'm like trying to type this this shit in. The Lord. That's the only category we had to add. And it's above. It's point. above everything. It's above everything. He is the, the Lord. Lord and our savior. He can never okay. be top. Capcom? Capcom's Cap. in my top five too. He's on my top best, but I only have one in top five right now. I'm going to go back to it soon. Blitz. Blitz. Not it's really. Another not really, because all these shield guys is not real. Recruit. Oh, dude. He is middle, but, he, but when you want to get toxic. Top of mid, but so fun to use when you're yes. being toxic. When you're being toxic and just having fun. Thermite. Ooh. Top of good. Top of good. Yeah, I agree. Twitch. I see Twitch. Twitch is one of the best. She Twitch is, is best. really she, good. If you know how to use her, it's you know one of those, you know how to use her. And you need a Twitch or someone that could take off, take out the electronics now these days. You need that. It's a must. Ace. Ace is a place with a helper. Top of good. Top of good. I agree. Top of good. His dude, if it was the one when he first came out before the rework, he was amazing because he like took out the whole wall. Yeah, but now, now just, not so like, much. Now just a little section where you have to hop over still. Malusi, uh, I'm putting Malusi. him right next to Ace in the top of good because yeah. of her rework. Because her of rework her made rework, it way better. Way better. Aruni, top five for me. I top love five. Her. I don't even top use her, but it's so OP. Dude, she comes so clutch, dude, with holding people away, keeping them away from the objective with the laser gates. And when you get hit, it's like 50 damage. So you're taking a big chunk of health. Okay. Flores, Flores med. He is mid because if situation. there's a mute, he's situational. a situational. And if there's a mute, you're screwed. If there's a mute. The zero, mute not zero. really. Or no, sorry, never. He's So I've used zero. His ability's nice. But I'm going to put him in not really. Actually, looking at this dude, glass never. Gla like, but like, like, 
like well, the reason why I used you. not so like well my and Capitao never for me, but I'm an alibi never or no, but I'm gonna say Glass. The only reason why Glass is not never for me is because sometimes if you're running like a specific thing, and like like on a border, you know, yeah, border. But- that one plant spot, you need somebody to run glass because that's just part of them. the strategy. Plus, rank, you don't have the play map anymore. And that was glass was amazing on that map because you can that's shoot true. through the windows. Uh, Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Top. She's in best. I think I'm going to go she is, top. She, I'm going to go middle. I'm going to go like middle think about of this, good. Think about this. She's Doc on steroids. And it's. I have her below Doc. You have three. Regeneration health stations or above doc, above teammates. doc. Sorry, three health stations for your teammates. Well, I know the last person's going five. in your top five. Elsa is actually best, dude. I'm gonna go top of good because I can. I feel like I don't feel like Osa really bothers me. And now, but it's, it's my useful. top five looking at it. So, Nomad, because of how clutch she comes against roamers and calves and all that when you can't hear Mozzie. He comes and his guns are amazing. I like the P10 Roni and the the M or the, the Commando, and then having those drones is a big advantage, big big advantage. And then the last one, Echo, in my top five, because that drone it, it's so toxic, but it helps out so much. Yeah. And then the right the ones that just missed the cut was Zoth Mav. And then uh, fuse. Those are the three that missed the cut. So my top five. You just went over your top five, basically. My top five yeah. was fuse, Capcom, Legion, Finca, and Aruni. And then just missing it was Nomad and Ash. Nomad, Nomad, Ma- Nomad, Aunt Mozzie, and Ash were the ones that could have gotten up to the, that tier. I think that pretty much does it. It does. Well, we'll be back next week or this Thursday, depending on this how we Thursday. want to do our schedule. It'll be most likely Thursday. If not, maybe Friday. We'll we'll just have me crying on the mic after I take my midterm <laughs> on Thursday at two o'clock. Uh, yeah. But well, with our NBA recap, new tier list, and probably talk some baseball. You know, we didn't talk baseball today, but. I don't. I don't, I don't think, want to talk about I don't, baseball. Cam is in I, a, me. Me and Cam right now. Our teams are struggling. So, dude, kinda, kinda been. your team was expected. Mine's just sad. Okay, that that's it. We're not talking about <laughs> this anymore. We'll see you next time. Heads or tails. Peace. Adios.